Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. A new quarter brings new goals. But what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched, if I do say so myself. I've noticed that, and I think our listeners have noticed too, because I've been picking up on a bunch of TikTok comments that have been like, you're glowing recently. So hats off to Dime. No one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine. The work system from Dime Beauty has everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. Before we get started, as always, I have to shout out my 1,206 patrons on Patreon and say a huge and heartfelt thank you. You guys are the reason that I get to do this podcast every week. And right now, I'm doing it twice a week. Um, I'm producing these incredibly fulfilling fan fiction episodes with Carrie O'Donnell. But I also release weekly episodes recapping season one and two of Vanderpump Rules on the Patreon for you guys. And to be able to do both these things right now is just like the ultimate dream come true for me to like have a job where I watch Vanderpump Rules and talk about it with other hilarious pump heads is like, I can't ask for more than that. 
And you guys are the ones that make it possible. So thank you so much for your support. If you're listening to this thank you message and you're thinking, wow, how can I get involved? Like, I'd love to become a patron of this podcast. It's really quite simple. All you have to do is go to patreon.com slash sexy unique podcast. And it is there that you will find all the information you need to become a patron of SEP. For as little as $1 per episode, you will get access to weekly bonus episodes, as well as all the throwback episodes from season one and two. I think you'll find that your patronage not only helps me, but it helps you. Again, that's www.patreon.com slash podcast. If you live in LA and you're dying to see me talk Vanderpump Rules with Carrie O'Donnell in real life, do I have a surprise for you. We are going to be doing Sexy Unique Podcast live at Resident Downtown LA, the site of the now iconic scene between Tom Sandoval and Tom Schwartz where they chugged beers and cried in an alley. But I won't be performing in an alley. I'll be performing in the bar on the stage. There will be dedicated cocktails Carrie and I will be fan fictioning Kristen Doty's origin story. There's going to be a DJ, Dee Dee Bird, playing music that will light up your life. And it's going to be a really fun night. So I highly encourage you to book it downtown. 7 p.m. doors open. 8 p.m. show starts. And it's free. So you truly don't have an excuse And if you think that you do have an excuse, you should ask yourself, am I really a pump head? Again, resident downtown LA, free Tuesday, October 2nd, doors open at 7, show starts at 8. I will also be handing out some special prizes, so you better be there. Love and light, and let's start this podcast journey, shall we? This is the Sexy Unique Podcast, an exploration of Vanderpump Rules. And I'm your host, Lara Marie Shane Hall. Everybody freeze, put your hands up. We ain't about to take it easy, hope you cakes up. London with the beat, here we go, so in. Come a girl with a friend, you be both win. Hotel I'm on the deep end. Podcast is brought to you by A Star is Motherfucking Born. A coming out next born. month. <laughs> coming out next Liter- month. Next month. Google it. I don't know. Google the exact it. They're date. not paying us to say this. We have not been paid, but this is truly worth uh, it. Let's do it. Uh, oh, wait. Uh, <laughs> uh, 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 
shines a dark brown. I'll never hit the ground. We're far from the shadows now. A star is born. I like in the trailer when he goes, I think you're really beautiful. And she goes, or she goes, she goes, let me get a look at you. Yeah, he goes, hey, turn around. Turn hey. around. <laughs> just want to take another look at you and she goes oh you <laughs> and then but i love in the trailer when he, when you're they're at the bar and he goes do you write your own music and she goes i don't write my own songs and he goes <laughs> why not she goes almost everyone i've ever met has told me they like the way i sound but they don't like the way i look <laughs> and then you say he goes i think you're really beautiful i think you're really beautiful <laughs> music the star is born. Mama. And he goes, <laughs> hey. And she turns around and goes, what? And he goes, I just want to take another look at you. Uh, that's all I ever fucking wanted is for someone to drop me off at home. After an all-night date. After an all-night date where you just like sang in a parking lot. Yeah. Drop off at home. In the valley. In the valley from an Uber Escalade. Mm-hmm. Please. Uber X. Yeah. No, an Escalade. An Escalade. Uber SUV. Oh, oh. See, I'm not even... They drop me. <laughs> I'm, they see, get, I'm so not on that level that I don't even know what it's called. I'm like, get the Uber SUV. <laughs> drop me off. Drop me off in... Then where, where? I would say here. I like my apartment. You yeah. can drop me off here. And then as I'm walking up... Sun's coming up. Yeah, pink sunrise. Sky. I'm like high off this amazing yeah, date that I just wrote, had. We just had this brainstorm session in a parking lot. Yeah. Literally, my star is born journey is. And he wait, the, so he turns around and what does he say? So to he you? goes, "Hey." Yeah. He rolls down the window. I go, and I kind of stop, but I don't turn around because I'm playing hard to get. And he goes, "Turn around." <gasps> and I go, "Why?" He goes, "Just want to get another look at you." Your Oklahoma comes out. Mm-hmm. I go into full Oklahoma accent. Why? Why? <laughs> Wow. Me and John Mayer is a star is born. Like hey. that's my version. He goes, Hey. What? <laughs> I just wanted to hear your voice again. Oh. <laughs> my star is born moment would be with like I don't know. It's literally just watch that movie and plug in John Mayer as Bradley and yeah. he is Gaga and Gaga. <laughs> And that is my Star is Born journey. We're also not trolling Gaga. Like, we are no, literally, I'm, I'm waiting. Like, I am such a big fan, and I need her to win an Oscar. I'm like, a super fan. We're both super fans. We're both little monsters. We're Joanne Truthers. Yeah. Joanna stands. We're Joanne stands. Buy and Joanna on iTunes. Buy it on iTunes. I live my Don't life that way. Don't just listen to it on Spotify. Buy it on iTunes if you really care. My best friend and I had a period where every day he would text me in the morning, buy Joanna on iTunes. <laughs> We would be out and he'd be like, go say it. And I'd walk up to someone and go, buy Joanna iTunes. I love. I was not, I literally kind of wavered. I know, I, I got, I had gone back and forth with my love for Gaga. And then when Joanne came out, one of our, a mutual friend of ours, Ryan Rupert, revealed to me that he is a huge little monster and Joanne is his favorite album of all time. And then that, made, that tracks forced Ryan. me to listen to the entire thing. And then. I came it. around, and then Diamond Heart is my theme song. I listen to Diamond Heart every day. Oh, an American can come on, baby. Do you have a girlfriend? Lady. 
down the unknown. I don't promise, but I got a diamond. Oh, I might not be flawless, but you know I like, girl, when you think you're going. Where do you think you're going, going, girl? Girl, where do you think you're... Oh, that high note. Where do you think you're going? Where do you think you're going, going, girl? Sorry. Take my hand. Stage Owen. Heaven's not... <laughs> I have been a little monster since like you were born a little no monster. I literally at my college I found a demo of bad romance on YouTube and I was like this is genuinely still one of the greatest pop songs of our time mm-hmm. and I was like I've never heard anything like this the demo was even like more blown out and like thrashy and crazy mm-hmm. and I I like I came back to school and I was like guys I put it on at a party and everyone was yelling at me <laughs> and the, everyone went silent now from then on on the swim team parties all we played was bad romance love and like all the straight people on the team were definitely scared but they got into it too yeah it's a song for gays and straight it is i love her and i'm it's interesting i feel like she had a period where everyone was sort of like and i was always like no you don't know she had a dip period and i fell off and i was like i I went to art rave Ugh, really it was great I've, i, I want to go see her great. in vegas oh yeah i Enigma. need to because i've never seen her live and i want she's to see her incredible. she's a fucking genius i saw her at madison square garden she was like had a see-through catwalk and she was like rubbing her ass above all of us on i the love catwalk. it it's amazing and she's she's a star she's a true star i think her big turnaround moment was the oscars when she sang sound of music and then she won a golden globe she should have beaten and- sam smith fucking sam smith won the oscar James Bond, like, and remember when he was like, "I'm the first gay man to win the Oscar," and everyone was like, "No, he, no, you weren't." The Beauty and the Beast guy. Yeah. Anyways, but you know what? That's neither here nor there. No, because while you should go see A Star Is Born next month when it's released, this is a podcast about the road to stars that are already (laughs) existing, and this actually is. Those stars. It's a star is born It is moment. a star is born it's, moment. It's an origin. That is what this, beginnings. this is actually little a sexy, unique spinoff. This is a perfect, perfect segue that we kind of had a feeling would happen. We knew it. We knew it. I felt it. I felt it too. It was going somewhere. So if you're just tuning in, what Carrie and I are doing on this little sexy, unique spinoff moment is we are telling the stories that you've never heard about some of our favorite people in the world the cast members of vanderpump rules you've never heard and you may not you may not know to her yeah you may have been actively avoiding but now there's no escape no you're here you're here and it's happening it's all happening you're gonna love it Mm -hmm. so So strap yourselves in strap on your strap on sip on you know your little beverage of choice screwdriver or if you're sober, pour like, yourself. Yeah, pour yourself a Vanderpump themed cocktail, which is literally just a screwdriver at home <laughs> at three in the afternoon. <laughs> or vodka cranberry. Drink some wine. Yeah. Cheap white wine. Box wine. Yeah. And Out get of ready. Chintzy wine glass. <laughs> chintzy. <laughs> and clink to someone next to you. And if there's no one there, just clink to no one. Clink to the mirror. Clink Look at yourself. yourself for being here. Thank yourself from Salute coming into yourself, the space. Because these people certainly do. Yeah. 
Today we're talking about an infamous human being and his path to stardom, Jax Taylor. Jax Taylor. Last week was Stassi. Last week was Stassi. Um, those who tuned in heard her riches to rags to riches tale. Truly rags. We uncovered so many journeys of hers. Lots of taxis. So many taxis. <laughs> lots of checks. Lots of checks. So many checks were Chicks. written. Chicks. But now we have her counterpart. Yeah. Jax Taylor. Jax Taylor. We all know has a sort of a sordid past, right? Yeah, he definitely did. Like, he's been arrested multiple times. Right. Should let's we pull up, what, like, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to see, like, what... We have some info Wikipedia. that we're ready to, like, rattle off to you about, like, his actual... Well, I mean, everything we're saying is actual facts, yeah. but his v- confirmed bio. Mm-hmm. Girl, what do you think you're going? What do you think you're going, going, girl? Jax Taylor. <gasps> Jax Taylor was born Jason Michael Couchy. Couchy? On July 11th, 1979. 1979? Yeah. How nice. old does that make him? He's almost 40. Yeah. 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 There I can't wait know. to watch him turn 40 on Vanderpump Rules. too. That's crazy to think that he's... Do you think he'll be on when he's 40? Hell yeah. He's going to ride that gravy train yeah. until it goes off the tracks. Known professionally as Jax Taylor is an American television personality, model, and actor. He currently stars on the Bravo reality television series Vanderpump Rules. Jax was born in Shelby Township, Michigan. Hmm. Where Kristen is from. Where she's from the same state. Yeah. He and Dodie, two Michiganians. Michiganians. <laughs> he is born in Shelby Township. Oh, to Marie and Ronald Couchy. His mother is an Australian. Wait. And his father just did an Australian accent. I know you knew it. Yeah. And his father is an Italian. Wait, so his parents are both not American. Yeah. Wow. Wow. He dropped out of community college to enter the Navy. He is in the Navy for four years. Well, in earth years, in earth years, but what people I think don't know about Jax's time in the Navy is that shit went fucking down. Shit went south. Yeah. Okay, because when Jack signed up for the Navy, like he was probably an ideal candidate for the Navy. Like they they took one look at him and were like, it's Captain America. Yeah. I mean, beautiful. That chiseled jaw. That chiseled jaw. Those features. Those features, those piercing eyes that mm-hmm. all American, well, not American. That smile. That smile. That Cheshire smile and his just physique. They they said the Navy officers looked at his Navy application and said he may be the son of an immigrant, but he's an American. But he's an American to me, through and through. Yeah, he's a goddamn American. If I ever saw one, he took his stamp and he stamped accepted on the Navy thing. Yeah. And he goes, but I still think your parents are probably spies. Yeah, and he's like, all right. So they called Jax to let him know that he was officially in the Navy. So he went through like boot camp training. He went through the whole full like service training. It was intense. Obviously, mm-hmm. it's like I mean I can't even imagine that the strife that one goes through in the beginning of joining some kind of military force. But I, mean, I think he liked it. Oh, he loved it because he, for the first time in his life, knew what it was like to be in really tip top shape. Yeah, like the peak physical shape of his entire life happened while he was in the navy totally and he loved he kind of loved the discipline i mean Mm -hmm. that's something that Jax has been i think craving in his later years 
I think he's been missing. He loved the structure. He thrives he he, he in thrives. a disciplined environment. He loves, That's when he's his best self. He's his best self when he's taking orders and when he's making something new with the orders he's given. Like mm-hmm. he's making it his own. He's putting his Jack's touch on it. Mm-hmm. You know, around the barracks, like when they were, you know, when he was doing the drills and the drill sergeant, and all the, you know, crazy shit that has to go down with like training and diving and all that stuff. He loved it. He loved it. He thrived. He got along so well with his comrades. Everyone was like, oh my God. <laughs> Do you know what they call them? The comrades. The other navels. Comrades. <laughs> the navels. <laughs> he got with they were his like, shipmates. We love Jason. We they love like, Jason Couchy. Love Yo, Jason Couchy. 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 Couchy, Yo, come here. Couchy's going to love Big this. Couchy. They loved him. Yeah, and he was such like a friendly oh. spirit. He just had the smile that would melt your heart. He, he was always breaking up fights with other people. Oh my God, he stopped so many fights. Yeah. They'd go to bars and he didn't really drink that much. No. Like he was like, yo, guys, we got to be up at, you know, sunrise for our, like... Yeah, for the horn for the, thing. <laughs> for the jog. And for whatever we do here. For whatever we do. And, and he's we like, gotta, what are we doing even what, there? He's like, like oh, what no. are we doing? What are we fighting for? But you know what? All we know is that we're brothers and we're here and we have to get through this. So I'm going to break up this bar fight. You're, you know, this this fine lady needs to, you know, be at peace. Mm-hmm. You're scaring her. Her boyfriend is a little drunk. It's not his fault. Yeah. But we, we are men of the Navy and we don't, we don't fight civilians. No. He, he got so many people back in time before curfew and he saved oh. his fellow navel's ass oh my god like, and you know all the time all the time and you know like that searchlight at the at like the uh boot camps mm-hmm. they would like sneak through and like the light they would skip they they would hold back and the light would go by just by them and they didn't get caught in it yeah and they would sneak past their drill sergeant who mm-hmm. was sort of like you know up watching like golden girls or something mm-hmm. like in his barrack and they would sneak by him and he never even saw them jack's always got them back yeah jack's always got them back always got them back he's in their such bed. a stand-up guy he's so great a friend to everyone his bed was crisp his bed was always crisp always made he had the highest marks like highest marks jason was beloved by all the literally everyone people yeah and he he wrote home He's excited. His parents were so proud of him. He mm-hmm. wrote back. Like, he was a hero back in, in Shelbyville. Mm-hmm. And, um, Shelby Township. Shelby Township. <laughs> he was a hero back in Shelby Township. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he they would was, post his, they would read his postcards. Uh, They'd have people over the for Elks dinner. Club. Yeah. And, the, and they would read his postcards out loud, and his mom would pin every one of them on a cork board. She would go, Oi! <laughs> uh, my uh, son. My son is. <laughs> He's hitting his marks really high. Isn't it great? He's doing great in the Navy. He's, he's doing great as a young naval. Yeah. And the dad would just say something in Italian. And then... He'd be like, why I oughta? Yeah, why I oughta? I'm so happy for him. Mm-hmm. And she would go, oi, I reckon he's going to be some kind of hero someday. Yeah. As a naval. If we ever get into war again. If we ever get into war. And we won't, of course, because America's not going to get into any wars ever again. That's why we moved here. That's why we moved here. Because it's so safe in America. Mm-hmm. No. No. Things happen in the 2000s. Things happen in the 2000s. <laughs> we so don't have to go into them. We don't know. You know. We all know what. We all know what America, happened. America took a dark turn. Mm-hmm. And with that dark turn, the Navy got a little darker. And around that time... After 9-11, the Navy had some thinking to do. What if? They said, what if we take our best officers and recruit them for a top secret training task force? To take out like, you know, 
top. They said, we don't want na- an underwater 9-11 to happen. So no. we need to train these guys to like get ahead of whatever. Right. So the Navy picked out their top tier navels yeah. to go into this special training program. Well, it was also like, yes, it was like by sea. They didn't want a disaster. Mm-hmm. But they also like they took top. I mean, this is just what I've heard. Mm-hmm. But they took top recruits from each sector of the military. So like Air Force, Mm -hmm. Infantry, Navy, Marines, Marines, and they wanted to breed this like task force of people who by land and sea. Super soldier. Would take out like, you know, bad, bad people who Mm -hmm. wanted to hurt America. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, we don't need to say it because I don't. Yeah. But people that were not conspired, that the American government at that time, the very paranoid fascist American government at the time wanted to have digs in everywhere in the world. And they, they were really, you know, they thought everyone was conspiring against them, which I guess in some ways that was happening. They weren't necessarily wrong. They weren't wrong, but the way they did, what they did. The way they went about (sighs) it was extremely misguided. So they gathered the top of all the army, navy, marines. I guess who was the top of the navy? Jason. Jason Couchy. 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 And when he got the notice that he was going to go into this secret training program, he was so excited. But he also couldn't tell anyone. No. So one day, literally, the he just wasn't in his bed. A yeah. wake up call. When the t- horn went off, it was like. <laughs> And everyone woke up and they were like, where's Jason? He's usually up first. Yeah. He's usually like... His bed was unmade. Unmade. And the Navy made it look like he was gone. He like he'd just descended. run off. Yeah. And like that's what they did for all the people in the secret task force. They just like were disappeared out of their beds. And it was like in were, reports, it was reported that they had left. And it, they hadn't. They were recruited for the top secret program, but they couldn't say anything about it. People... His his barrack mates and his fellow comrades were so upset. Mm-hmm. They were like... They couldn't believe it. They trusted him. Yeah, they trusted him. And no, they were just bummed. They were like, we really thought he was going to be like the one that led us. Like yeah. he was our leader. We really saw like a hero in him. And mm-hmm. like we're, you know, we're, we're bummed. And it was sad because like the last night there was like a talent show in the barracks and he was singing songs with everyone and he got up and did this really great performance. I will always love you by Whitney Houston. Yeah, but he did it like it started off really slow and sad. But then what people don't know about Jason is that he was a great tap dancer. Yeah. And then he kind of turned it into like a jazzy. It went from like really sad to then like jazzy. Full on tapping. And like randomly everyone just accepted him doing that. Like yeah. normally they would maybe like beat haze. a guy up or haze him. But that was the thing about Jason is that he just made like nerdy things. Cool. He made even the most like insecure, toxic masculinity infected guy, like get up and tap dance with them. Like yeah. everyone was in their seats and they were all dancing and they were all taking their shirts off and it was really hot. Yeah. And then at the <laughs> end of the performance, like that night, one of the, like one of the smaller guys in the Navy came up to him and, they were like, hey, man, will you show me those dance moves tomorrow? Boys wanted to tap. He was a new recruit. And he was, he was having, a new recruit. He was being hazed and having a hard time. And Jax said, Jax was always of course, nice little him. buddy, I'll show you tomorrow. I'll show you tomorrow, man. Lunch. And he kind of looked off like he knew that he just lied to him. But yeah. he, he couldn't tell him. And you know what? That guy killed himself later when Jax went missing. Oh, my God. 
it's sad, but true. Did he so, kill himself or did he stage his suicide? I think he staged his suicide and then he joined a cult. Love. Isn't that cool? Mm-hmm. And he's like fine. Yeah. He, just, like, he was lives. discovered years later. He just like couldn't take it anymore. Yeah. Like everyone has seen that like one movie about Vietnam mm-hmm. where the guy like and that's like what this guy did, but he weirdly got away with it. Yeah. But it Pull was all because and now he's like writing a book about his experience in the cult because like Jack's leaving the Navy caused him to go down this whole path that he later realized like once Vanderpump rules was on, he was like, that guy didn't leave like that. There he is right there. And he became paranoid and he, and he, he became very paranoid and like became a truther about this, this project. Mm -hmm. So the project itself, everyone entering it, they didn't know what they were getting into. Project Hornet. Project Hornet. And it started out like they thought it was just going to be extra like physical training or like top secret mission training. But really what it was, was like genetic modification. They were trying to breed a soldier that was completely void of emotion, Mm -hmm. sensitivity and uh, conscience. Mm -hmm. They wanted a... They wanted a kill machine. A sociopath. Yeah. Who doesn't feel anything and can just go carry out assassinations yeah like crazy like it was basically like creating like a a force of like top government assassins yeah but also they had engineered it in such a way where they thought that they could turn it on and off like with special government like Like signals yeah so it's like all they would need to say is like hornet hornet Sting, sing, sing. Sting, sing, sing. Hold it, hold it. Sting, sing, sing. And they, then, would get, they, would, they would like practice it and they'd get a phone call on their like Blackberry or, you know, their Nokia's. Yeah. And they would go, hello. And they would hear on the other end just someone going, hold it, hold it. Sting, sing, sing. And, and they'd go into full kill mode. Kill mode. And they were essentially brainwashed by the government. It was like I mean, they went through, candidate. Yeah, they went through everything like sleep deprivation and like food deprivation they were like tortured and just like conditioned to be able to fall into kill mode at the beck and call of whoever was in charge and they they would show them like these crazy like uber america propaganda of like wheat fields and like you know trophies and and like just crazy like you know heartland america stuff yeah so it was and just showing like what our country you know because it was at such a heightened patriotic time yeah and every guy that they had recruited that happened to be at the top of their game in all of these different military whatevers was also from the midwest yeah and so it really resonated with that yeah and when they would go like they had them practice on like small animals at first to really test like and see will these people like, like will birds. they kill at will yeah like really cute birds yeah like colorful ones there was a parrot oh like little cute bunnies no yeah oh kittens. my god because kittens. they wanted to test and dogs see. were not allowed dogs weren't that they were like that's crossing a line yeah even they, the, even the government was like no dogs yeah no dogs are like dogs are man's best friend yeah. like we can't but like kittens were totally fair to <laughs> other creatures. Mm-hmm. And so they did this because they wanted to, they, and they loved seeing, making sure that they could switch out of like 
I would never hurt a fly, like good old American boy mode to like <laughs> fucking sociopath ring a kitten's neck mode. Yeah. So Jax went through all this training with all his other army brethren. And at the end of the training was like, a, it was a battle simulation that was like the final moment of their training period. So where like, were they? They were like, were they at some like silo and like, I think that they were in Florida at like a underground facility. Yeah. Like off the coast of Florida. Like if you, Oh yeah. Yeah. Like if you go off the coast of Florida with a speedboat for like 20 miles and then get taken underwater. Then, oh my God. Or like an Island off the Florida tip or and like whatever. the keys. Yeah. <gasps> and so, the simulation battle was basically like they got a bunch of guys from Guantanamo Bay and shipped them over to this like training facility. And then they called in the Hornet, Hornet, Sing, Sing, Sing. And then they just like let Jason and all the other guys like go nuts. And they, their whole thing was like, you kill all these Guantanamo Bay people. Like that's what they're there for. And so on this day, there's a lot of like pageantry leading up to this. Like all the government officials were there and they're like getting ready. Yeah. It's like the hunger games, but like Hornet games and everyone was it the prisoners or the guards. It was the guards and the prisoners. Oh, so this is everyone. They just said, whoever's at Guantanamo, get them over here. They're part of this. Okay. They're serving a greater guards and prisoners. Yeah. Guards and prisoners. No one was safe. No one was safe. And what'd they do to them? They just unleash them and they say, kill everyone that's like not in your uniform. And so they line up this whole line of America's best and brightest military whatevers. And then they say, hornet, hornet, sting, sting, sting. And then they fucking take off running. But what happened, this is where things... Things went... Well, things went... Things, it was a bloodbath. It was a bloodbath. It was like so because they'd really only been practicing on small animals, so no one knew the extent of what they could potentially yeah. do. But like when they saw the destruction and death and havoc that they were wreaking on these like guards and prisoners, there was a moment where like the head of the army said, I think we went maybe too far. Well, just as they said that. Jax, in the midst of it, he maybe had, like, killed one person mm-hmm. or maybe two, but he stopped. He had, like, a moment of clarity. Mm-hmm. And and by the way, they named him Jax mm-hmm. in the program. They gave everyone with, like, a cutie boy American name, like, a scary American. Jax. They were like, Jason, you're Jax. You're Jax. Michael, you're, you're Mick. Yeah. Yeah. And Jax came too during the bloodbath and he was like, his eyes were like dilated and then mm-hmm. he suddenly shrunk and he was Jason. He was Jason he was like, again. What has happened? And he suddenly got all like, you know, that, you know, you know down. that Jax when he's like all like stressed and he's all like, yeah. cause he's really like deep down, like super sensitive. Yeah. And he was like, he looked down and he was like choking someone. He looked down and his hands are covered in blood. Yeah. He's like, he threw up. Yeah. He was like, Oh my God, what, what's going on? And they like in the melee, like one or two people like monitoring it. noticed like on the cameras, like Jack's, you know, 
five two six three one is mm-hmm. something's happening to him yeah something's happening like something's not right like go, someone go in there and like pull him out yeah because like we got to get him back in we got to get him back in and <sighs> jack started to put together like exactly what was happening in this training facility. all the flashes of everything all came the to flashes him. and he ran ran but and he, he ran and he ran tried and to ran. save one one of the it was a prisoner or a guard he tried to save one of the people on his way out he like you know he like put them on his shoulders and he mm-hmm. was like we're gonna make it buddy but but like the people the only way that they could stop these like military guys is by doing like a air dart with like filled with a specific kind of like numbing agent yeah. that would just like stop your nervous system in its tracks so that you'd just fall to the ground Uh and like that and they shot those but it went like five of them went into the guy on Jax's back and he was like but he was still alive and he was using him as like a human cape essentially yeah like a human shield and then when he realized it was like he had to climb up some kind of like hatch to get into this air vent Mm -hmm. and he was like sorry and was like thanks and yeah. like pushed the guy off and mm-hmm. he just like died. And, and Jax he, hid for a while. Yeah, like a for few days. Hours. He like oh, days. days. He hid out in the woods of this like Oh he so he escaped. Oh but, but remember when he escaped, he climbed through the vents mm-hmm. and he was like climbing, climbing, climbing for like and he, and around him he could hear like the you know, the dogs barking and like the all the guards of the facility like going crazy. Yeah. And he emerged from the ground and like <gasps> mm-hmm. he was in like some I- like woods on some island in the Florida Keys. And he was like, where the fuck am I? Yeah. Where the fuck am I? Where? How long have I been here? And he, and he ran. And he just ran. Into the woods. Into the woods. And well, he ran into the woods and realized he was on an island. And then something in him, like he just dove into the ocean mm-hmm. and swam all the way. <laughs> to mainland florida he swam to miami yeah from the keys because he's like a super machine like and he realized he like hit a shark he like was like fuck you yeah i think he realized too that like when he was like surviving alone in the woods which he did for like a while longer than he should have yeah longer than he knows he realized that he could tap into this like hardcore jacks jacks anytime yeah like he suddenly became aware of it and like could or so he thought control it and like tap into it use it to his advantage and then tap out of it and he tapped into it when he went swimming to miami yeah it was like a 40 mile swim yeah and he was like 40 miles easy nbd yeah nbd and he was just cruising. He washed up on shore in South Beach. Yeah. And lo and behold, who was like sunning himself on the beach. Oh, was it during the day? It was during the day. So like, oh, was everyone like looking like this like merman has just like washed up on the shore of Miami. Mm-hmm. And the guy that was sitting on the beach was John, that modeling agent. Naked. Naked with his boyfriend. His Yeah. And like their friends. Yeah. And they were all having like a boys' day out at the beach. So and fun. suddenly Jack's like, like doing little bumps. Yeah, doing little bumps, drinking some like they had like a one one little like water bottle full of vodka, another one of like a artisanal cocktail yeah. that one of them had made. 
They were what, having a kiki. What? <laughs> <laughs> what year was this? Like 2002? This is 2000. Yeah. 2003. 2003. And they're four. like, yeah, they're like living a radical gay lifestyle and, and during the Bush administration. Mm-hmm. They're just like fully living. Just living it up. Living in it. John at the time owned a modeling agency that was like fledgling a little bit. And he was looking for new talent, but hadn't seen anyone that really had that certain something. Mm-hmm. And suddenly Jack's like washes up on shore and like gets out of the ocean. People are and, screaming. Like, walks out. Yeah. Like he, we well, kind of float, like he did run out of steam at the end of his swim. Yeah. And then he just kind of floated face down for a while and then floated and like bumped into a few people on his wave like riding yeah. waves into the beach and they screamed because it was like oh my god is this a dead body yeah no, it's ja- oh no oh and then like he bumped like his head bumped into someone they screamed and then he kind of woke up and then oh. was like on the beach and all the gays ran over to him and they were like oh, are you okay they're like oh my god are you okay one of them did mouth to mouth on yeah. him and kind of like brought him back uh-huh. to life and he like he- opened his eyes and there were like six really like hot gay men yeah. just like hot middle-aged gays yeah just surrounding him naked naked <laughs> and, and the first all... person he locked eyes with was john and it was like this moment of divine providence like john had a halo around him and yeah. jack's i mean it could have been the exhaustion and this the dehydration from the salt water and the swim and the swim and like you know also like coming to in like a bloodbath melee where you're killing people yeah but jack saw a halo around him and John goes, are you okay, honey? And Jack says, I am now. And so they all helped him up. And they, they were like, come uh, on. Oh, come here. Let's cheese. get." And they were so nice. They like <laughs> yeah. fed him. They were like, yeah, you want some cheese? They're like preening. Yeah. Do you yeah. want some vodka? Oh my God. Your haircut is so cute. Like yeah. they really took a liking to him. Yeah. They were like military. Yeah. He was like, this feels like the military I knew and loved again. Cause I just get to hang out with guys all yeah. the time. Were really nice to me. Mm-hmm. And he enjoyed, he enjoyed their, he company. loved it. They were like the brothers instantly within 10 minutes. They were, he was like, these are the brothers I'd never had or yeah. the brothers I did have it. It was like his barracks bros. Yeah. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT Cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT Cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched if i do say so myself i've noticed that and i think our listeners have noticed too because i've been picking up on a bunch of tiktok comments that have been like you're glowing recently so hats off to dime no one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine the work system from dime beauty has everything you need in one powerful package it includes a gentle cleanser a toner 
two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disintel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. So Jax was feeling, he had a beautiful beach day with these gay guys and they really took a liking to him. And when he told John, he was hot just because they were like, like, he's he's nice, nice and down. He seems like he, but also he, because he was hot, he was really really hot. hot. Yeah. Yeah. And Jax had really didn't, Jax like didn't know what being gay was. No, no, he'd he, never like, seen a gay person had in never his life. Met a gay person, no. really? Like he'd seen him on like TV, TV and some movies, and there were always those like horrible like caricatures of like that Hollywood like forced gay men to play, mm-hmm. and, like straight men to play. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Oh, they're He's, not like that." Yeah, and. The day was winding down, and the the gays were going to go home. And to, to disco nap. To disco nap before going out again. Mm-hmm. And John invited, invited Jax to come with them. Yeah. And... They were like, do you want... Can we drop you off somewhere? And he was like, uh, no, I don't, I don't really have a place I'm staying right now. And John saw an opportunity there. Yeah. And he said, you can stay with me, honey. And invited Jax to, like, come basically live with him. And he brought him up to his, like, penthouse. And it was, like... It was stunning. It was, like, 
incredible like Liberace like kind of shit. Yeah. It was it was like glass Carrera. Yeah. See-through quartz. Mm-hmm. Like reflective quartz like so polished black marble yeah. and, and like Jacks had never seen anything like never seen this. Anything like it. Like and a giant piano just in the middle of the entire penthouse for no reason. Like yeah. there were no seat there was no seat. No was, seats, just, just a marble piano. floor and a piano. Just a giant fucking piano. And, and the keys were really big. Huge. They were like the It was like of, a double sized piano. Yeah. Like you 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 could fit like your ass cheek on one of them. <laughs> you could fit both your ass cheeks on one key. Love. So like when you walk by it, you have yeah. to play each cue with a full hand, yeah. fully extended. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jacks moved in, and there was a huge wind chime. Huge wind chime. It's a musical house. Yeah, and John. So Jacks decided I'm going to live with John. Jacks was a virgin <gasps> at this point, and really? he had never. Yeah, he had never really like. He grew up in Michigan. Of course, he was cute, but like, and sexy, but he never really had, like, yeah. he had never really experienced no. lovemaking. And then in the army, like, no one had ever responded to his looks in a way that they did once he hit the shores of Miami. Yeah. And like, suddenly he realized, like, oh my God, I'm so fucking hot. And maybe, and he went back and he was like, maybe that's, I feel like my whole life everyone's loved me so much. Mm hmm. And maybe it's because I had this like natural heroism, but maybe it's just because I'm really hot. Yeah. And I and I live in that hot bubble, and everyone like either subconsciously or consciously is like trying to fuck me. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Wow, that's kind of cool." Yeah. And, and he, he kind went, of comes to this on the piano. Yeah, like he comes to this realization <laughs> one night with John, who like they disco nap, they go out that night. He gives him coke for the first time. He gives him coke for the first time, and. Jack, it like wakes something up in Jackson. He and John have this long conversation where John basically tells him like, "You're fucking hot. Like anyone would do anything for you. You're so fucking man hot. or woman." Yeah, and then Jax kind of starts to realize like what he does possess is this like hotness, but then also something horrific happens that night. What happens? Jax murdered one of the gays <gasps> because the coke woke up his secret government training. Oh my There's God. something about that drug that when it interfaces with a man or woman who's been put through this kind of vigorous training program that it turns you into a psychotic killer. Oh my God. You get higher than a kite, but you also get crazy violent. So he like pushed one of the gays out the window mm-hmm. from like a, they were at some like after hours party and like a skyscraper in Miami, mm-hmm. like one of the new ones that they built in the last 20 years. Mm-hmm. And they're all partying. He and John have this like really good heart to heart. And then like the night goes on and it, then it's just him and John and this other guy, Roger. And something happens like Jax does like one line too many and just switches. And suddenly like, he goes into a full-blown rage. Hornet, hornet, stink, sing, sing. Yeah. And he strangles Roger and just like throws him out the window. Roger's like smoking. It's like smoking a cigarette by the window. Mm-hmm. He's like blowing it out the window. Yeah. Jax comes up behind him and just like wrings his neck. And you know what? It really was like, it would get, it would get set off if someone said, it's like a combination of Coke and then one sort of provocative statement. Mm-hmm. And then it, 
hornet hornet sing 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 so like me roger i think heard jacks and john having this conversation about like jacks being hot and then roger was like you may be hot but your last name like couchy he's like is that what you say your real last name is? He's like, Couchy, nice that you're named after something you'll be living on for the next five years. Oh. And Jax just flips, flies into a rage. And it's like happens faster than anyone even can realize what's going on. John is just like sitting there with like a dollar bill in hand, like literally about to like blow another rail. Yeah. And he stops. And Jax, like, as soon as it's over... Jax turns around and he realizes what he's done and he starts crying. And John says, I'll keep your dirty little secret if you live with me and model for me. Yeah. And he goes, I hated Ralph anyway. Mm-hmm. And Jax is like, goes, Really? Jax goes, I thought his name is Roger. And then John goes, Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he was some florist. Yeah. He was annoying. He was annoying. That old queen. That guy. No one's going to miss him. No one's going to miss him. But honestly, but John also <laughs> realizes that now he has something to hold over Jax's yeah. head. Because secretly, he does just want to fuck Jax and make him his like husband. And like his complete savior of his like business. Mm-hmm. So, the next morning... He puts Jax to work. Jax goes immediately to a photo shoot. Mm-hmm. And it's some like underwear shoot. And they're like kind of near the keys. Like it's like two hours and Jax is starting to get like flashbacks mm-hmm. and he's like, wait, what's, you know, what's going on? He's, st- he's seeing like similar things he passed by on his swim. Yeah. Cause you know, when he was breathing out of his side, he like saw the same highway. Cause like down in the keys, they have those yeah, long highways, the long highways over the water yeah. and he's kind of triggered, but like he does a great job and yeah. he starts killing it. He's his like, his dick booking. looks so good. His dick looks amazing. Yeah. He like does a photo shoot in a swamp yeah. and just like, owns it he like and he like humps a, a gator He's yeah like riding a gator and the gator's like wow you're hot yeah he like wrenches the gator's mouth yeah. open and like puts his head into it and takes like the hottest photo ever yeah. and then john's business is fucking booming he signs at least like 10 more models off of jack's work alone yeah. his reputation is on fire he becomes the king of Or the prince, they call him the prince of South Beach. Yeah. And John knows he he won't give Jax Coke anymore. Because he was like, ooh, that one thing happened. Like, let's just not have this guy on Coke. But Jax, now that he's in the modeling world, it's around. It gets offered to him. Yeah. Alcohol is around. And I think Jax knows at first, like, he's like, I won't do Coke again. Because that just makes me so crazy. Like, I can't. But I think that one night John tra- gets in Jax's bed. Really? And it's a really uncomfortable moment. And Jax has to like kind of push him off. In like a loving way. In a loving way. Because sometimes John gets like just too drunk and, and wants handy. to like cuddle and get handy and pushy. Mm-hmm. And Jax had to be like, no. It's not how it is. And that's not how... I don't view you like that. Like I view you as like a brother. You're like my dad. You're like my daddy. Yeah. You're my daddy and my mommy. I don't know who my parents are anymore because they were erased from my brain in a brainwashing thing. Yeah. I haven't spoken to them in years. They think I'm still in the Navy. So like you're my dad and my mom. 
please don't do this. Please don't do this anymore. And John, and John like, was like, what do you think this is, honey? Yeah. Do you think you're getting to free reign around this glass house yeah. without giving up the goods? John gets mm-hmm. mean. He's like, when I found you, you were literally a washed up. You literally washed up on shore. Flotsam and jetsam yeah. with a dick. With a big, beautiful dick. <laughs> gorgeous dick. With a gorgeous dick. And if it wasn't for me, you'd still be, you know... You'd be, be on that beach. Be on that beach. Homeless. Homeless and drinking, you know, Bacardi Raz out of a bag mm-hmm. that you bought with, like, pennies. He's like, I made you. I fucking made you. Not only did I made you, I taught you. I taught you everything you know. I taught you... Jax is at the top of his modeling game right now in Miami. He's been there for months. He's been there for months. He's traveled the world. Yeah. And he, like, really is, like, taking off. Like, his weird murder is behind him. That's long forgotten. Yeah, people don't even remember who Roger is. Yeah. Roger came and went. It was actually, like, the perfect person to murder because, like, no one cared. Yeah. About that, like, random florist. But, like, Jax, John has this moment where he just, like, fucking cuts Jax down to size. He's like, you're a no-name motherfucker from the Midwest, and, like, you're nothing. You government freak. You government... Yeah, because Jax, Jax, told, Jax him. told him about... He's told John all his secrets. Yeah. And then John tried to just take advantage. He used it against him. And use it against him, and gaslight him, and put him down to keep him subservient and in his place. And that night, things between them explode. You government freak, he says. And then Jax gets so mad, he runs through a wall. <laughs> like, government freak, it's like no coke necessary. He runs through a wall. And, and he completely demolishes the piano. Yeah. He goes, Wah! and then with one, like, it's like almost like Thor or like Hulk, yeah. like just like punches through the piano <laughs> and then runs through the wall like the Kool-Aid man yeah. and then <laughs> disappears. And John calls after him. He's like, you're going to have to pay for that. Yeah. But he never sees Jax again. He was also like, that was actually really hot too. Yeah. And government freak, (laughs) government freak, Midwest trash. He's calling after him and Jax is just, and it's echoing in Jax's as he's running through like very, he's running through so many walls. He's running through so many walls until he's finally out of the building. Like instead of going down the (laughs) stairs, he just like runs. Yeah. He runs through the walls until finally he comes. He, I think he runs through walls and walls and walls until he comes to like a stop, like the rage stops and then he's unable to run through a wall again. Then he takes the stairs. Yeah. And he takes the elevators took too long, but he also realizes that in the process of running through all these walls, he broke his nose (gasps) and he's like, fuck. And he kind of just breaks down on the street and he's like a broken guy. Like he doesn't even know, like Jax didn't even like have a bank account. John was just like, I'll give you cash whenever you need it. Jax doesn't know how to pay. Like he doesn't know what a checking account is. He literally just knows how to be hot and like, and stay away from Coke. Cause that one night he murdered a gay man Yeah, because he was on Coke. And so, but now that he's like broken down to nothing, the first place he goes is out to a club. And he uh, immediately, like, even though he's, like, his nose is battered and, and kind of smashed, he immediately gets in. He Yeah, he gets in, and he's kind of walking around he's trying to find blood. people that he knows because yeah. like, he's on the scene, so he yeah. knows people. And then one girl is like, Jax, Jax, oh, my God, come here. 
And then she's like, what happened to your face? And he tells her. And she's like, want some blow? Yeah, that's crazy. Want a little coke? Want a little coke? And he's like, yeah. Yeah, I'll have some. And she's like, it'll help your nose. It'll help it feel better. Yeah. You may not think it will, but that's like the secret. That's the secret. That's the whole point of coke is that it makes you feel better. Yeah. And then and nervous. Mm-hmm. It numbs all the pain. Yeah. So Jack's like does a few bumps and she's right. Like he does feel a lot better. He feels amazing and he's dancing and he's like dancing to like it's getting hot in here. Mm-hmm. Like now that's a big song then. Mm-hmm. And it's like the biggest song of the night. And he's mm-hmm. like in the middle of the dance floor. Everyone is just like flocking to him. And they're all going, Jax, 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 you know, and he's just like, his shirt's off. He's like, you know, so high. And so sweaty. sweaty. And just like, there's blood. People are getting blood on their faces. His, you know, from like, yeah, from and, his and, nose and, but they're and loving sweat. it. They're loving it. And then he blacks out. And the next day he wakes up in an apartment and there's blood everywhere. And He's in an apartment with 20 dead bodies and he'd gone to an after party. And I guess like the Coke triggered the Hornet Hornet sing, sing, sing. And he murdered everyone that he would been clubbing with in this like shack in Miami. Oh my God. And he realizes what he's done. So he burns the building down. He sobs. Like he looks at, wakes up. And like looks around and takes no! it and then he's like <laughs> He throws up. Yeah, he throws up and then starts crying, and kind of goes, like a Leonardo DiCaprio cry in Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. Like when you're really, really crying. Yeah. And then he lights the building on fire, steals a truck, and starts driving. He drives up ninety five. Mm-hmm. Like he is he just knows someone's he says, How do you get north? He says to someone at a gas station, they go, well, son, you go up 95. Mm -hmm. And he's like, where's 95? And they, and they point over and he, he gets a full tank of gas and he just floors it. He floors it. He doesn't stop once. He doesn't stop once. And he thinks that he's going up North to go like back to Michigan to like find his family. But four days later, he passes a sign that says, welcome to sunny California. And he's He's just like, he's in California. There was something guiding him. Yeah. Because at one point it was like, you can go north or you can go west. Yeah. And he... He thought... He thought north meant east. Mm-hmm. He's kind of hazy. He hasn't eaten in a long time. Yeah. He's like coming off he was of never blow. Good with, he was never he, good with directions. He's never great with direction. And he just murdered like 20 people and committed one arson. In one fell swoop. And, and he broke a giant piano in a gay man's house. Yeah, and ran through like seven walls. Yeah. So he was like not in the place of really knowing what yeah. he was doing or how to get to Michigan. So he finds himself in California and then he just keeps on driving and he drives all the way to the ocean. He drives to Santa Monica mm-hmm. and he like gets and he goes out on, on the pier. He goes out on the pier and he like rides all the rides. And he eats some cotton candy and he feels a little bit better. He And by the way, before he like when he and John were, were having their fight before he walked through a wall, he stole like a thousand dollars from John. John just had like an envelope that literally said, here's a thousand dollars on the envelope. Mm -hmm. And this envelope contains a thousand. This envelope envelope contains a thousand dollars. Yeah. Do not open. So he was like, he swiped it. He swiped it. So he had a thousand dollars. So he like bought himself like 
a hundred tickets and just rode all the rides in yeah. the Santa Monica Pier. And he He's got still, cotton candy, some hot dog. He has a feast. Yeah. Like he lays out some like nachos. He hasn't been able to eat. Because of modeling. Yeah. So he lays it all out and just like scarfs it down. He's on a bench facing the ocean. Mm-hmm. He's and never seen the West Coast. No. And he just ends up that night going to sleep. On the on the beach on the bench, like he wanders down to like Venice and then realizes like this seems like a place where vagrants can chill and yeah. unbothered. Oh, so he goes down to the boardwalk and just like falls asleep on a sand dune. I remember this part. Mm-hmm. He then lives in Venice for like a few years. He's a Venice guy. He's like a total Venice guy in the in the in the odd. He swears off of drugs yeah. and alcohol, and he becomes a vegan. And he grows his hair out. He has white man dreadlocks. Oh. And he goes full, like, Rasta. Like, and he actually, what people don't know is that Jax, in his vegan period, rubbed shoulders with so many other influential vegans that have greatly impacted Los Angeles culture. And like food Jessica today. Alba. Jessica Alba was one. You know who another one was? Amanda Chantal Bacon. Oh. They were really good friends. They, they used were to good do, friends. They would do morning yoga on the beach together in the fog in the yeah. marine layer. And Amanda Chantal Bacon would like, she would like invite him over to her house. And like, they like were, they were close. Yeah. Like they, were in a, they ran with a nice vegan crew. He gave her the idea for moon juice. Her, for not only moon juice, but especially her special dusts. Because oh he was like, I love because he also started he was vegan but he worked out a ton yeah. and he got turned on because he's like on Mound Muscle Beach and Gold's Gym yeah. like down there he got turned on to supplements and he told her oh, there's yeah. nothing more I love than like these powders and yeah. like how great are they you put all this powder and you get just jacked he just loves he's like I love to sh-. He, he looks at her and he's like I just love shaking the the vat of powder I just love shaking and I love yeah. seeing the, I just love seeing the powder flying everywhere yeah and, and I love spooning it out and just smoothies and it's really it's because he's missing is coke yeah but, but she's she, she's like wow, you're really onto something i think she's like jacks you're on a whole new level you're on another level than all of us and like, he's like where did you come from and he's, he's like, like i can't i can't tell you i can't tell you that so she eventually starts the beauty dust sex dust love dust like all that she owes that to Jax Taylor. Yeah. he also rubs shoulders with the owners of cafe gratitude oh my god they had started their one restaurant in sf but they were down in la a lot and then they talked with him and he like gave them the idea to like branch out to los angeles he was like you know i like to and he actually started the um like asking what what you're like mm-hmm. like are you grateful you know are what you, are you what grateful you, for today he was now like he opens up conversations with everyone during that period the, of his life so and they and everyone just that's what he becomes known for mm-hmm. and it's like this special thing that like everyone in the venice community like they just love about jacks is he always says like so what are we grateful for today guys yeah and everyone goes like and they go around the room and so he's just this positive person and the happy gratitude people are like hey we that's, could like you're great you're really great we could use that. Yeah. So they implement it with their servers. And and they also try to get him to join Landmark, the cult. But yeah. he's like, nah. He's like, no. But <laughs> what Jax loves about his, this time period is it reminds him of being in the military or yeah. in the Navy again. He's well liked and respected in, a, in this community. He lives in like a commune. Yeah. With like surf people, like mm-hmm. beach people. And they all live in like these kind of barracks. Yeah. And he makes food for everyone. Mm-hmm. And he keeps his, he keeps his stuff really neat. But one day, but one day, he goes 
to, in to get his powder. It was like an early morning. The fog was really heavy. Mm-hmm. He, he, he took a little jog on the boardwalk. The only thing he spends his money on really is protein powder. It's powder and yeah. And one day he's on the beach and he sees this guy who's wearing like a, like a, just like a North face mm-hmm. or something. And he just he has a thing of coffee and he's just taking a walk and he has his iPod. Mm-hmm. His iPod six mm-hmm. in and he kind of like nods at Jax and Jax is like that was weird like why do I feel like that guy looks familiar it was you someone from the is. government it was someone from the fucking government it was someone from Project Hornet and Jax instantly knew it was one of the, the guys who shot the darts at the prisoner he tried to save yeah it was him and he's been dispatched because not only did Jax get away, but someone else got away. Yeah. So and he's like, going, it's project cleanup now where they've had to like find these. It's been like two years. Yeah. Two or three years. Jax. He, he wasn't exactly out. quiet. with no. his modeling career. No. And in a moment of utter, just like panic, Jax just like breaks this guy's neck on the beach under the boardwalk, under the boardwalk. He's like, I built such... And, he, and as he's saying, he goes, I built a great life for myself in Venice. I'm a vegan. Yeah. I love powder. I love, I love powder. I, I love, love it powder. here. I love Muscle Beach. And I love powder and protein. And, I love protein. And he just breaks this guy's neck. Yeah. And then he's like, fuck. Yeah. I've killed again. This time, like, conscious. Conscious. And I decided to do this. Yeah. Like, he's I now, can't blame it on anything other than up. myself. He throws up. He immediately goes back to the commune, gathers all his shit. What does he do with the body? He leaves it. Yeah, I guess they find... There's, like, always a dead person under the board. You know what I yeah. mean? It was, like, 2004. That yeah. was, like, run-of-the-mill yeah. Venice. And Jack's gets all his stuff he steals another truck and just starts driving east Mm -hmm. and unfortunately the truck that he stole breaks down in west hollywood where on sweetser and melrose and jacks is like fuck 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 and he just starts pounding the steering wheel and he gets out of the car. He like pushes it, pushes it, pushes it out of Melrose. He can't. Everyone's honking at him. Yeah. So he pushes it to the side. They're like, it's nice like, dreads, you fucking loser. Yeah. And fucking, like, you're racist. Yeah. You know, like all the shit. And so he pushes it and he's like so upset. He walks. He doesn't know what to do. He doesn't he even have a, pack a cell of phone. From the, he finds some in the glove compartment of this like random truck, and he's mm-hmm. never smoked before. But he starts like, like ripping cigs. He starts chain smoking. It's like Marlboro Lights. And he has like a little bit of like loose change on him, so he walks to CVS and gets a pair of scissors and cuts all his dreads off in the bathroom. In the bathroom, at CVS. And he's like, "Okay, I've got to just give myself a makeover right now. Like, change my whole vibe." And he walks out of that CVS looking, looking good. Awesome. Looking hot. I mean, he's, he's well healed. I mean, he just killed someone, but before that he like spent the last year and a half, like eating vegan food with Amanda Chantel Bacon and Jessica Alba and like, yeah. eating powder mm-hmm. and like he's cut up, he's cut the fuck up. 
and someone he hears someone go here's a voice and it's a voice of a man and this man says hey man you look good and he turns around and it's tom sandoval was he working there working at cvs oh my god and jack says thanks so do you so do you and he goes are you by any chance a model actor too and jacks goes yeah 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 i am and sandoval goes i knew it i saw you at that audition yeah out in burbank last week i knew that was you you're that guy yeah you're that fucking guy i was like thinking i saw your face and i was thinking about it all the drive home mm-hmm. fuck man when I saw you and I walked in there, I was like, that guy's going to fucking get everything. Yeah. I don't, I shouldn't even try anymore. And Jax is like, yeah. 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 That's, that's, that was me. That's me. Because I, I didn't get it. I didn't get it by the way. So you don't know. feel bad, but you know, it's just the nature of the game. Right. Yeah. And it's like, Oh, he's lying. He's lying, but it works. And Sandoval believes it. Sandoval he's like, is like, in, not like sexually, but just like, he's like, what? He's just like, who is this God that walked out of the CVS bathroom and into my, huge. yeah, his guy crush like just goes off. And What's then his hair like at that point, Sandoval's Sandoval's like a dashboard? bowl cut at that point. Like, it's like, he thinks it's really chic, but he's been getting really negative feedback around it. But he thinks that he knows best. So he has like a full blown bowl. He's a full blown cut. It makes his face look incredibly circular. Yeah. It's not flattering. He drives to see like emo concerts in Orange County all the time. Mm -hmm. Like he loves, he goes to like venues in like Newport Beach to see Dashboard Confessional play. Totally. He loves them. Loves. And he's like a musician. He's like, yeah, I mean, I'll see a musician. Mm-hmm. And Jax is like, cool. Uh, I don't have any money to pay for all the stuff I just used. And he's like, Zena was like, it's okay, man. It's I got okay, this. Like, it's on me. He's like, you want to go out for a drink after this? I'm off on my shift in 10. And Jax is like, yeah. All right. And they like hit it the fuck off. They're like, it's, it's mostly Sandoval talking. Mm-hmm. Jax is sort of like learning how to speak like a human again. So yeah. he's like, but when they when Sandoval brings up like supplements and fat burners and working out, Jax gets really animated. Yeah, and then is like fully in. He's like like they, I love powder. They really connect over yeah. supplements. They, they talk Sandoval's about supplements like, for like three hours at this bar, mm-hmm. just drinking brews and talking powder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and then Sandoval reveals that his roommate just had to move out. And he lives in this great apartment. It's like the best apartment I've ever lived in. I love it. Where is it? So- in Hollywood? No, it's his apartment. Oh. The one that he lives in with Kristen. Or the one that he lived in with oh. Kristen. And then Ariana still lives there to this day. But he had just moved in there. And he was like, I'll do anything to keep this apartment. It's the best. I, you know, I just feel it in my bones. Like, you know, you just have that place. That, like, is you. This place is me. It's destined for me, man. He's like, the first time I saw this apartment, it made my life complete. I was like, I'm home, you know? Yeah. The but first like, thing I'm going to lose it. I'm going to fucking... The first thing I did when I moved into it and there were no furniture is I sat down and I played my acoustic guitar. Mm-hmm. And I just heard it echoing around the empty apartment and I was like, this is me. It's like sonar, man. I yeah. have sonar with my guitar. And Jax is like, cool, 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 cool. Um, yeah, I'll crash there, sure. And then the rest is kind of history. Like, he moved in... Eventually, they got Schwartz to move in with them. Schwartz was like, 
came fresh face model. But you know what? Jax. So when Schwartz moved in, Jax lived in the living room with like just a sheet. Yeah. And every girl that he would fuck. Oh, he started getting really into sex. He got, got really into sex. Sandoval taught him how to have sex he with like, a woman. He coached him one night. Mm hmm. So Jax just started like pounding it out and he found that his rage was like really like he could do a lot of coke, but as long as he fucked at the end of a coke binge, he wouldn't murder someone. Yeah. And he could somehow stay hard. Yeah. And from doing all that coke, there were some sheet girls. That's what they called the girls that came in and right. And there were some that like, there was a story that they've told on the podcast and stuff where like, he fucked a girl and she was like really on her period and he gave her like Schwartz's sweatpants to wear and then she bled all over them. But that's a lie. Jack's murdered many girls behind that sheet. Oh, so the rage wasn't always the rage wasn't always, but he knew well enough, like how to get rid of the bodies. So nothing ever really happened. Yeah. Came of it. And it's funny how no one from Venice ever, like, it's just a revolving door there. Mm-hmm. And they were like, I guess he At that time in Venice, tide, man. Yeah, like, it was just, just like, there were tons of homeless people around, and it yeah. was very, like, not the chic Venice. It was, it was early days grunge Venice, and yeah. no one questioned the crime. Like, Amanda Chantal, when I had a, they were all like, someone said, whatever happened to Jax? And, and Amanda's like, you know, he's like the tide. Jax just had to go with, like, the tide, you mm-hmm. know, and he went out. And that's just where he is. And we just have to accept that and respect it. Yeah. And Jax one day, like, saw, he was walking around WeHo, like, saw the early beginnings of, like, a pop-up shop for Moon Juice. Mm-hmm. And he was like, hmm. She did it. She did it. Good for her. Good on her. Did he, try, did he have any more encounters with, like, Project Hornet people? Every once in a while. Like, he's always watching his back. And I think that, like, the sunglasses, like, when he stole those sunglasses in Hawaii, it was a diversion tactic oh because God. he wa- he needed to get arrested to get away from a Project Hornet person yeah. that was tracking him. That's And the safest place for him, that's why he's been arrested so many times, is right. because the safest place for him is jail. And being on a reality show. Yeah. As long as he's in the public eye and people are, like, care about him. Mm-hmm. No one can really touch him. Yeah. So it's like kind of the same. It's like, you know. And he learned, like, I mean, he was definitely has been questioned for a few sketchy things, but he's he's hot. hot, So he gets away with it. Yeah. He just smiles. Yeah. And And when did he meet Lisa, though? Was that. Well, he met Lisa through Stop. So when he started dating Stassi. She was already working at Sir, and then he got he got he got pulled into that. There was one time where Stasi was in a cab mm-hmm. when she first moved there, and Jax had already been in there for like four years, yeah, four or five years, and he almost got run over by her cab, and they locked eyes, and he was like, "That girl is fucked up." Yeah, but I like it. But I like it, and then he kept going. Yeah, and then when they were finally introduced again, sparks flew. Sparks flew. Things were. Things were popping off, and then he ended up on Vanderpump Rules. I mean, it's harrowing. It all makes sense, though. Absolutely. I mean, I I think, had he not gone to that CVS, I mean, who knows? Would Mm -hmm. he have, would he have, like, found stuff? You know what I mean? Like, would he have found, like, you know, if he had not met Sandoval, like, who knows? Yeah. Did John ever try to text him? Well, John came back on the show, remember? I I think John... 
John stayed away because he knew things were like not. He knew things were bad. John would hear like sporadic reports about like bodies showing up in like around L.A. and like yeah. he was like. But John was all he's like terrified of Jacks. Yeah. So when he came back on the show, it was like a show of it was like a peace offering and like basically his way of creating good faith between them. That was like I'll always keep your secret. Don't kill me. Don't please don't kill me. And Jax is, like, afraid of him, too. Yeah, John knows a lot. John's the one person that could really expose him. Yeah. And everyone is like, oh, it's because they were, like, lovers. But yeah. it's actually because Jax, Jax is a murderer. Murdered. Multiple people. Multiple people in, like, a... And destroyed a building. And burned. <laughs> and was... Burned a building, but also destroyed a building by running through a bunch of walls. Because, like, John's building collapsed after that. <laughs> <laughs> there's like a whole subgroup on the online of like the truthers who, yeah. who think the building they said the building was demolished but they're like no it's actually it was some there's like a whole slew of people like the guy who the the uh barracks mate the mm-hmm. young guy who like this stages suicide and then yeah. escaped he's part of this whole thing of like people who are like trying to bring a project, truther movement project hornet to light mm-hmm. and the building is always one of the big things they talk about on like reddit they're mm-hmm. like oh my god like walking through walls walking through walls and then some people are like no it's just a crazy person on pcp like that's what happens and like like, there's a lot of theories floating around but like john knows the truth yeah but he's sworn he'll never say anything but he watches vanderpump every week he loves it he hosts parties at his new apartment and watch parties and he reminisces about the good old days but some nights with couchy with couchy and some nights he gets really drunk alone and just thinks and listens to the ocean and thinks about that beautiful day that the ocean spit out a human specimen that was too beautiful to contain. Too beautiful, too powerful. Jax. Too stupid. Mm-hmm. Jax Taylor. God. God. He's had a hair. Yeah, he's had a wild, a wild road. Wild. But I, he's here now. He's here now and he's great. And he's, and he's getting married. Yeah, I'm really he's happy for married. him. I'm so excited for that I'm so wedding. I'm so excited for the wedding. I'm so excited for that spinoff. Yeah. Because their first one was really terrible. Yeah, they need to really make it up to us. Brittany, do the fans are here for Jax. Does Brittany know about Jax's past? She's like uncovered. He told some her, yeah, she's uncovered it, and he has confessed. Like after the faith cheating thing, I think is when he really came clean. And like, remember when she was like, "You're dirty, you're dirty, you're dirty." She knows everything. Yeah, that was in reference. That was not in reference to all the people he was fucking. That was in reference to him literally murdering tons of people in rage. Mm-hmm. But she's like, "I know deep down in your heart, you're good." Yeah, and I know it's nothing. You, it's they got into your brain, and you know, she wants to stop the rage. And really, like she has in a lot of ways. She she maybe he all not, along he has not killed since he's been with her. He hasn't. Mm-mm. All along, she was what he needed. Yeah. And Stability I think... Stability and unconditional love. You know what? You know who also knows? Stassi knows. Stassi knows. And Definitely. she loved it. Oh. She was like, I'm so into murder. And like, it was like kind of... That is when everything clicked for her. Yeah. And she was like, I've always been into murder. Like, She's like, wow, what does that feel like? Yeah. And he's like, I don't... This isn't fun. Like, no. It's like something place into my brain that drives me to kill and yeah she's like and she's always like referencing it i mean she never told the other girls and she thinks britney doesn't know so they've never talked about it but stassi's always known and she thinks it's like so fucking 
fucked up and funny. He told Kristen flat out one night and she just didn't remember. Yeah. She was blacked (laughs) out. He told her when they fucked the second time. Yeah. Like the first time. And then they fucked again. Like he wanted to fuck her again because the first time he told her she was like, cool. Anyways, whatever. Yeah. And then like sucked his dick. And then he was like, amazing. This is like my person. And then the next time that they were, you know, he's like, do it's so cool to me that you like were except chill me for killing and accept people. Me. And, and she's she was like, like, what? What are you talking about? I never said that. And he was like, what? Said what? And she's like, what? And then he realized like Dodie was just drunk. Yeah. And he goes, you asked me. And she's like, what did I ask you? And he's like, exactly. And she goes, whatever. Uh, <laughs> and then she sucks his dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. What a life. Oh my God. A little well, life. The, a little life. That's the Jax Taylor story, everyone. Now you know. If you don't know, now you know. Venice, Venice forever. Venice forever. White Dread Jax. White Dread Jax. Thank you so much for... No, I'm so happy that we could finally like... And, and we, accept ja- we accept Jax. I love it. Yeah, I'm like, here for it. Who doesn't have it's a not, past? It's not his fault. And we've all... No, it's the government's... It's a government... It's always the government's in fault. In the grip of a major terrorist attack that... And you know what? Shadow upon us for 15 plus years. If it weren't to. for 9 <laughs> 11, we, wouldn't, we have... wouldn't have Vanderpump rules. It's true. So think about that and stew on that. Yeah, stew on it, and we'll see you next time. God bless America. Bye. Bye. I know I'm feeling, because I know I know I'm feeling, because I know I know.